I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is the life. Hold on tight. This is the dream. It's all I need. That Hannah Montana? Yeah. Wild. Gonna know where you find it. That's like the most boring song. That's Hannah's most boring song. (laughs) This is the life. Yeah, that's fair. It just came to mind very randomly. So I I followed the line of inspiration. I love that. Yeah. I mean, it could have been like, that's both of but no. (sighs) It's overdone. Go off, King. (laughs) Hello, Nicholas. How are you? Good. How are you? Yeah, good. Welcome to What the Fuck is Happening, the podcast. Oh, thank you so much for having me. <laughs> <laughs> um, we do have two guests this week. We do, um, yes. Would you like to explain? Mm, or should we just leave it at <laughs> that? We have two guests. <laughs> no, we've got uh, Nigel and Jack-Jack here in the studio. Do not eat that core, Jack. <laughs> they're the dogs. They're my dogs. Well, they're not even my dogs. They're mum's dogs. And um, she's not here and neither is anybody else. So I've been left with them and they can't be trusted to be at home alone. So here they are. I mean, one of Nigel loves me, but Jack Jack hates me. Well, uh, Jack hates everyone. It's not just you. <laughs> well, I guess that's fair. Yeah. No, it is for sure. Uh, but I'm really hoping that they're going to kind of like feel a bit better about you now because you've brought them their favorite snack, which is... <laughs> carrots and jack has just found the hidden pile on his bed so he's going to be preoccupied crunching on that for a few seconds thank goodness interesting exactly um how are you oh yeah Did I ask that? <sighs> can't remember yeah good i mean aside from the two hanger honorers what's I'm wrong good. with them oh they're so annoying they're not annoying they're pretty annoying look at them being annoying yeah they're cuties <laughs> um well, that's the elephant in the room this week. How are um, you? I said I was fine. Oh, did you? I said I was fine. <laughs> um, what's the elephant in the room? The elephant in the room this week. Is <sighs> it so uh, back in person? Weren't we last week? No, I think we did Zoom last week. Um, yeah, maybe the elephant in the room week. is that this episode doesn't have a review of anything. Oh, yeah. That's my fault. But you know what? I'm also happy to just blame Nicholas because the movie didn't come out until Friday night. And how was I supposed to fit that in? Oh. Though, to be fair, I thought we were going to be doing this episode yesterday. I probably could have fitted it in this morning. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, no review this episode because next episode we'll have two reviews. Oh, my God. Gonna, I don't know how we're going to talk about them time. for the whole thing, but also I totally I do. feel completely confident that I'm going to be able to fill up 45 minutes with those two movies. <laughs> fair. Um, yeah, we're recording two episodes at once today, so yes. if they're a bit shorter... Yeah, well, they kind of have to be because of thing one and thing two. Go off. Um, yeah. Lit and such. Anyway. Anyway. Should we jump know, right, right in? Yeah, sure. I'm happy to do that. I don't really have any news this week, aside from the fact that, um, I mean, post last week with Lizzo releasing that oh, yeah. song and, you know, she got a lot of backlash online, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, she's already re-released the song, yeah. gotten rid of the word, made an apology. Like, wow, what a queen. It seemed very sincere, I think. Yeah. It was literally just a mistake. Yeah. But frankly, I still blame her record label for not for picking sure. up on it. For sure. <laughs> it's quite frankly embarrassing. Mm. Sorry, the dogs are just so distracting. They're so <laughs> cute. Um, <laughs> Nigel, why don't you come here, baby? He's like sniffing around. He's probably trying to find some more carrots. Hello. Who's fatter? Nigel, clearly. 
You reckon? Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty chunky. He's a he's a he's not chunky. He's, he's solid. A unit. He's solid. Yeah. Come here, babe. I don't know what you think is going to happen. Okay. Oh oh oh! Is this going to be your first glimpse? Can the camera see Mr. Nigel? Come on, come up here. That's a good boy. I feel like he's too big to carry him like a baby, but also, how could you do not? not he's know? definitely not too big to be carried like a baby. He's going to sleep up here. Jack Jack gonna feel left out and then he'll yeah. try and sit with me, but instead of sitting with me, he'll kill me. Maybe. Hey, buddy. Anyway. Um, <laughs> the, but, uh, but, uh, some of. I feel like this week's had some weird news. Has it? It's been like. entertaining stuff, but like weird. Oh I don't Tell know. Me, they released in. the title of the next Knives Out movie. Did they? Did you see? You didn't see this? No. Okay, the next Knives Out movie is called Glass Onion. Last. Glass. Onion. G-L-A-S-S. Onion. That's... Is it Knives Out Glass Onion? Or is it just Glass a Onion? A Knives Out film. Glass Onion. Whack. Mm-mm. That's really... That's strange. But I can vibe with strange. Interesting. If it's good strange. <laughs> so yeah, I feel like they should have called the series the Benoit Blanc Mysteries or something. So true. Yeah, you know? they should have. A, a Benoit Blanc mystery, Knives Out. And it's not like they can't do that retrospectively because freaking Star Wars did that. So Yeah, that's true, I guess. Um, definitely a title that has words in it. <laughs> I... <laughs> Two words in the English language that don't make sense when put Sorry. together. But that have been put together. Yeah, I don't know what to say about it. I, 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 I saw a tweet that was just like, yeah, I'm just going to keep calling it Knives Out too. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. So fair. Um, Until I know the meaning behind Glass Onion. But even then, I think it's a stupid name for the movie. I guess it doesn't have to rely on box office, though, because it's going to Netflix, so it doesn't really matter. Oh, what is they it? Call it. Yeah. Oh, whack. Huh. Hey, buddy. Um, what, what I'm trying to, like, but then I was thinking about it, and I was like, what other movies had truly horrible titles? So many. You reckon? I don't know. I can't think of any. I can think of. Uh, Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harleen Quinn. I liked that. It was weird. Yeah, but it ruined their box office numbers. Oh, I guess that's true. It should have just been called Birds of Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey. Yeah, that's fair. But instead they made it really long. That's really fair. And everyone was like, that sounds dumb. I'm not going to go see that. <laughs> and, then, and then all of the incels blamed that it was women. <sighs> Fucking incels. Well, that the whole point of incels is <laughs> so mm. true, so true. Um, I don't know. Yeah, that's definitely one. Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. That's a bad one. Bad, horrific. Um, Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. That's a bad one. That's coming out. Is that was that not the second one? No, it's the third one that's coming out. Oof. Um, I don't care if he licks me. You sure? Because he'll just keep going. This is a it's the salt and sweat that they like. This is his ang- This is his anxiety. What? Yeah. He I likes to lick for anxiety? He does. Maybe I should stop licking people. Maybe that'll <laughs> help with my anxiety. Yeah, no, when he like gets the obsessive licking that you know it's cuz he's really anxious. Oh. Like when are we Are you sure that's not just a dog thing? Um I mean if it, and Roxy both did that if there was sweat. I mean this is not too bad, but like for example, when we drive into the studio, he'll lick the car seat until when we, oh. by the time we get here, there's a fucking wet patch this big. Just the whole time, it'll just be licking. It's because he's got That's anxiety because he doesn't want to. Just see <laughs> um. It's because he doesn't want to leave the house. <laughs> but no, oh my god, he really does like you. He never puts his head on my lap. Dog whisperer. Yes, we know who's the favorite. Yeah. Um. Either that, or he can smell pee on me. Maybe. I don't know how, but. <laughs> um. But 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 what else? Um. What do we see? My Top Gun Maverick. Um. That's not. That's a spoiler alert for next episode. <laughs> but I was gonna say something. I remember. Okay. So. Top Gun Maverick. Okay. Like Tom Cruise's highest grossing film, like eight hundred million or something. Iconic. Um, it's gonna be it's like one of the best reviewed movies of all time. Um Why? 
Uh, we'll get into that. <laughs> anyway, um, and it's like, uh, demographic-wise, it's hitting every target. Yeah, that's fair. I think because it caters to like everyone, middle America, and like the more left yeah. side of the politics. It's just an everyone film. Um, it is. But okay, so that director is Joseph Kaczynski. I think his name is Joseph Kaczynski. Right. right, the biggest movie of 2022, potentially. Um, and Netflix released a movie on Friday called Spiderhead. Yeah, is this one with Chris Hemsworth? With Chris Hemsworth, Miles Teller, Journey Smollett. Directed by Joseph Kaczynski. Oh. The, cause that seems like really bad Top timing. Gun, well, Top Gun filmed before the pandemic. Right. And then Spiderhead filmed during the pandemic. Right. I'm genuinely shook that Netflix is so bad at marketing. <laughs> They're really not great, are they? You would think that if they were releasing a movie this week, yeah, with the director of one of potentially the biggest films of all time, with one of the people who is starring in it that everyone's so obsessed with, correct. like literally at the moment, you would think that they would be pushing it. Yeah. Instead, they're doing no marketing as always. Yeah. So, like, you'd be having, you should be seeing posters everywhere saying. Uh, by the director of Top Gun Maverick. Sure. Oh, yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. You know? Oh, for sure. And I'm just... I didn't what? even know it was that. I honestly thought it was Correct. coming out, like, next year. I'm surprised <laughs> you even heard of it. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I'm very confused at why Netflix is so fucking bad at marketing. Yeah. Um, like I think the they way- just think that they can just put things on there and people will find them. <laughs> yeah, I think them. I think they think that putting out a tweet from their main account is, like... It marketing. <laughs> no, but I don't understand because then I see Stranger Things, Stranger Things four posters yeah. everywhere and ads all, all the time. Yeah, you're marketing the wrong shit. Oh, for sure, for sure. I reckon it's just because they think that's where they're going to get like their money back. But it's like that's not. No. You've spent too much money on that. And firstly already, and secondly, people are already going to watch it. Well, that, exactly. Everyone's already going to watch it and knows that it's coming out. Yeah. Versus stuff. That they should be investing in, yeah. Especially considering Spend money to make money, finishing, yeah. Like, uh, mess, mess. I don't get it. Hire new marketing people. Hire a new CEO, whatever it is, CFO. Um, truly, yeah. Truly, it's all bad. Truly a mess. And I it's don't understand bad. why they're marketing like their biggest English language series of all time so heavily when they've already like they can't make their money back because. Everyone mm. who would be subscribed to Netflix already is. Yeah. They can't grow from here. No. In fact, it's only going downhill. Correct. So, like... I mean, I feel like we, like, rant about the Netflix model and the failing so nature of it so often because it's so dumb. And they've fucking disrupted the industry, so now everyone's a streaming service. Right. And it's, like, fucking mess. I think truly... The only way for Netflix to, like, evolve mm. is for them to start releasing movies theatrically. Funnily enough, yes. That's the only way they're going to be able to make their money back. And then instead of going to DVD 45 days later or whatever, yeah. go straight to Netflix. Go straight to Netflix. Like Disney Plus does. Like yeah. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness comes out this week on Disney Plus. Is the last Spider-Man film out on Disney Plus or is it not going because it's No, it's it complicated because it's Sony, but um, in Australia... We, on Friday, actually, just got all of the Andrew, Toby, mm. Spider-Man movies, the animated ones, and the first Tom Holland one. So eventually, they'll be able to buy the rights off of Sony for stre- the streaming rights. Right, say. yeah. Um, but in America, it's like super complicated, I think. Netflix has them, has first run rights and all that. And Netflix has, I felt like they had the Tom Holland movies as well here. They did. I think they still have Far From Home, the second one. I think they did bring it back, yes, after the movie came out, the third movie. Ah. Ugh, stupid. Anyway. anyway there's dogs asleep everywhere. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They're going to have to like start releasing movies theatrically. Um, I mean, that's the only way they're going to be like going to be able to make money. Well, also they've recently found out that um, one of the showrunners of a show that came out was like, uh, by the way... Viewership doesn't really matter. It's how many people 
watch and finish the entire series in the first two weeks of release. Oh my god. So they always know whether or not they're going to renew or cancel a show within the first two weeks. That's whack. But that's like a completely unreasonable standard. That is completely unreasonable. Unless it's a show like Squid Game or Stranger Things where you're it's a worldwide phenomenon and you're scared yeah. of getting spoiled. What's wrong with watching an episode a week or two episodes a week, you know? Right. Oh, yeah, for that's sure. That's how I do it. Fair. That's fair. I always take my time to watch shows. But now I'm like, oh, fuck, if I like a show on Netflix, I have to binge the whole thing in a w- two weeks. Yeah. See, I don't really necessarily have- and I don't a- like the pressure. <laughs> I don't have a problem with binging per se, but I do have a problem with only being able to watch it within two weeks because I like to- it, It's a lot of commitment for me to start a new TV show. Mm-hmm. I don't just like go into it willy-nilly. And so I don't want to feel like I have to do it within two weeks of it coming out. I need time yeah. to hear whether it's any good. Yeah. See what other people are saying. Yeah. And especially when Netflix releases quantity over quality. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like sometimes you're watching more than one show at once. I don't know. It's just so a fucking true. mess. It's a like, mess. Like, again, well, in the other week when, um, what was it, Heartstopper, Russian Doll, yeah. and Selling Sunset Season 5 all came out in the same week. Mm. I was like, fuck, well, I watch all of them. How am I going to watch it all in two weeks? I did. <laughs> I made it happen. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I just, ugh. Ugh. You know? Yeah. Ugh. I do. I just bungle? Yeah. Fumble? Fumble the ball? Both. So fucking often that it's... Embarrassing. Embarrassing and excruciating. Um, Let's keep on shitting on Netflix. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, you know when major corporations yeah. or major Disney Fuckers. and stuff put out a movie or a show with social commentary... Mm. And they completely miss the point. Yes, I really, really do. Did you see that Netflix is making oh no. a reality show about oh Squid no. Game? 4.625 million or whatever it is in the show. They're making a Squid Game reality show with the full 400 contestants all the way down to one to win the 4.625 whatever it is million. And it's like, Netflix, did you watch Squid Game? The entire thing was about this. I... Also, they just fired and cancelled all of their Fuck. in-house anim- animation projects. Oh, my God. So quite literally hundreds of people just lost their jobs. Not only that... It's because um, not making any money. I don't know if you know that Netflix has, like, different social channels for different uh, communities within... So, like, they've got a, a social channel called Most which is highlighting all of the LGBTQ content. And then there's like Strong Black Lead and... Um, That's so weird. Other ones. Why? I guess to like market specifically to the demographics. I don't know. Um, stupid. But they just fired everyone from... Oh my God. Like the LGBTQ one. They've got like two people left in it. There was like 15 or something. So they're just making such fucking bad decisions. And the fact that their biggest show of all time, Squid Game, went so they over must their be heads. about to have a really bad quarter again. But it, yeah, I just it's the end of financial year. That's like, I mean, it's not. I'm not saying that as an excuse. I just mean like when no. the figures come out in a month or whatever, they're going to be really, really bad. Yeah, well, it's <laughs> at least two million. Really bad. Wow, it's going to be um lo- losses. Um, but I just, I don't know if. A major production company has like missed the mark <sighs> so clearly with one of their IPs. Mm. Making a Squid Game reality show. Yeah, that's really is completely counterintuitive to what the show is about. It's. Mm. <laughs> I don't really have anything to say because it's so fucking stupid. It's so stupid. It's like it's and a waste so... of money, and I just. Ugh. It's so wild to me that these companies can have so much money to spend. And I understand that Netflix are currently operating at a loss, so they don't have a lot of money Mm. to spend. But, you know, more money to spend than me, for example. I don't know how they can have a budget like that and not hire people who are capable of doing their job. It's like this was really... Like, it's not that fucking hard 
to not make a Squid Game reality show? Like, wh- whose idea was that? Who greenlit yeah. that? Why did a team continue? I think it's like, the, what? The CEO or whatever. I think ugh, I can't. Re- can't remember his name, but um, he's the one who hardcore defends all of the transphobic comedy specials on Netflix. Uh, um, oh, so I'm not surprised that he makes bad decisions. I've got to assume that whenever when the next lo- uh, reports come out about the loss of subscribers, they're gonna hopefully revitalize Netflix. Well, see, know. my understanding is, and this might be completely wrong, but I feel like I recently saw some kind of announcement. And maybe it was just on TikTok and someone talking about it. Anyway, so potentially completely unreliable. Mm. Potentially. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Saying that by the end of the year, Netflix's plan is they're going to reduce the cost of the subscription, but they're going to um, include ads. Yeah, as an option. Oh, as an option. Okay, that's smart. So it's an option for like a $5 subscription with ads. Hulu and stuff already do that. Interesting. Disney Plus is bringing it in because Hulu, Disney Plus are the same. Yeah. Um, see, I have a problem with that. Oh, I'm not saying it's smart. Because it's just reverting. Yeah, back to traditional to TV. Traditional TV, which is what they wanted yeah. to disrupt. Sure. Yeah. They said, it's fucking stupid. Streaming television subscriptions are going to cancel it out. Now there's 10 major streaming services mm. and you have to subscribe to them all if yeah. you want to be in on the pop culture. Right. Which is the exact fucking same concept as pay TV. Yeah, I was going to say cable, yeah. As cable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're literally just, yeah. they took this 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 concept yeah. and said, we're going to make it better. But instead, they just made it more expensive. Yeah. Yeah. And it's reverting back. We're getting ads again on all these streaming services. So it's like, what was the, what was the goal here? I honestly feel like they didn't plan this far ahead. It's fucking absurd. It is absurd. I mean, Netflix started a really like a really long time ago, and they were basically the same as like fucking Blockbuster. That's how yeah. they started. So it's like, where's that innovation? How did they go from being a renting VHR and DVDs? VHS. Fuck, What's yeah. VHR? Oh, no, nothing. VHS. <laughs> Fuck me. Wow. Um, to then pioneering watching television to now this nonsense. Like what? We're, we are regressing. We are. Yeah. I As know. a society in general, though, to be honest, it's just like well, one too. symptom. That too. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I just feel like the only way for Netflix to like grow is to turn into a traditional uh, studio. Yeah. Like Disney putting out movies. Theatrically. I don't know why they're resisting it so much. I don't either. I think it's because they have Netflix has really bad relationships with cinema chains. Oh, that would make sense. I'm not surprised by that. Yeah, because they want to, especially for the Oscars and stuff, they have to release them for two weeks in that time period. Right. You know more about the Oscars deadlines and shit than yeah. I do. Yeah. But, um, so, and then like a bunch of theaters don't refuse to show their movies because it's counterintuitive to the right. actual cinema experience. Um, but yeah, I don't, uh, yeah. Mm, you know? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. Stupid. They're stupid and they're holding on too firmly to their old uh, structure. Model, yeah. Their old model. And they need to, they need to move on. Like there's the, that's the only way that they can... I mean, I won't lie though. I'm not. I'm not particularly opposed to the whole thing like collapsing if they go like into administration or something. I would have a bit of a giggle, and then I'd be like, I hope this happens for every other single streaming platform, and I hope that they can all just be one big one. Although then I guess Disney would just gobble them all up, and then we'd have yeah. even more of a of a Look. single. <laughs> I just like I played that out in my head then and I was like, okay, no way, this would be this would be bad. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I truly do not know what the answer is. Um yeah. I think the only major net, uh, major studio left with no streaming service is Sony. Interesting. Um and they they make shows for the other services and stuff. Do they? Like co produce. So like Right. 
There's one just came out on Prime Video where... I can't remember what it is. Oh, well. But, and they sell their library of content to Netflix and stuff to stream for 12 months and Disney and so on and so forth, you know? Whack. And I think Weird. they're the only ones... <sighs> not pissing off that. the consumer. I don't know. Just too many streaming services. Too many. Too freaking many. Anyway, let's talk about a different streaming service. Paramount Plus. Evil <laughs> Season 3 is back. Well, Evil, Evil is back for Season 3. <laughs> and it slaps. I'm not at all surprised. It's as good as ever. I mean, Season 1 was like pretty perfect to me. Mm. And I expected the quality, the quality thing to either drastically reduce or drastically improve over time. But no, mm. it's just like, you can't really improve upon perfection. <laughs> no, It's just really, not. really consistently good, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Um, season two was wild. You wait for season three. How many episodes are out? Only one. One. How can wild it can it be? Because this is the first season that Robert and Michelle King knew they were writing for Paramount Plus. Oh, iconic. So they swear a lot and shit. So much swearing. Iconic. So much sex. Love that. Oh my God, really? Yeah. Iconic. Literally in the first episode, Kristen wears this um lingerie that's like yeah. really, really hot and sexy. Love that. You're going to love it. Truly, I will say though, they didn't really shy away from that last season. Like, Yeah, but all the nudity was in like... Uh, the head in, in fantasies because they could just <laughs> add stock footage. What about that scene though, where um, Christian and her husband were fucking with the animal masks? Off, that was, was iconic. <laughs> it was iconic. Was that a dream too? Was that a fantasy? I thought it was no, real. That was I real. I remember, but there wasn't nudity. No, but it was very clearly having sex. Yeah, in an animal costume. Halfway through filming, they found out so. Iconic. If you rewatch season two, the second half is more risque. Like when Kristen cheats for the first time. Yeah. With that random guy in yeah. the car. Yeah. That kind of stuff is all in the second half of the season. Um, Love it. But yeah, the season's a lot. It's really <laughs> good though. <laughs> I'm excited. I really hope that it gets, keeps getting renewed. I hope it gets nominated for fucking every Emmy and Golden Globe. Mm. It's so underappreciated. It really is. <laughs> do I have to watch that in the first two weeks as well for it to be renewed? Because I'll do what I have to do. Well, no, because they release weekly. Right, but do I have to watch it every week? Oh, I don't know. Oh. I think they usually wait until after the whole season's out to make a decision. Okay, good. So I can watch it all once it's out. Yeah. The, um, for me, the ideal release model for streaming shows is like two episodes a week. Cause I'll, wait, well, we'll walk you through what they currently are. Netflix is drop it all at once. Perfect. Drop it like a Drop it like a They drop it all at once. Mm-hmm. Um, HBO Max drops two a week. Mm-hmm. Typically. Um, Prime Video releases three. At once, and then once a week. Mm-hmm. Disney, typically once a week. Um, is that all the major services? Paramount's usually once a week. Is that it? I don't know. I think that's it. Um, it's like traditional TV. I See, I feel like, again, the whole point, not the whole point, one of the points of streaming services was so that you didn't have to wait every week to watch a TV series. Yes, but now there's so much of it. That nothing really dominates the conversation for more than a week. Well, see, this is really, yes. I saw someone talk about this recently in relation to Stranger Things. They were like, I don't understand why um, Netflix wouldn't have released one episode a week because it could have dominated conversation about pop culture for the next eight weeks or whatever. And instead it was. Yeah. Again, I think two a week would have been ideal. Yeah. Because that's with this season, three hours of content a week. Yeah, that is a lot. That's a lot to watch by itself. Yeah, that is a lot. You know? Mm. Um. Yeah, it's exactly that. Stranger Things was trending and talked about for maybe just under two weeks. Yeah. The Netflix, uh, the Disney Plus Marvel shows. Yeah. Trend every week. They yeah. talk about it every week. You think yeah. about them. Like, exactly. Miss Marvel and Obi-Wan Kenobi are currently airing. They're both trending every week. Yeah. 
Yeah. For six weeks. So it's like. Hey, buddy. Snoozy, snoozy. Um, Thank God. I just, I just, I just. Also, I, I tend to be a slow watcher with it when it comes to those. So it's like a couple hours of content a week is ideal without me feeling like I'm being pressured. Because if, <laughs> if Netflix pressures me into watching shows, I just don't watch them. I mean, that's really fair. So the other, the flip side to it is, is that I like things being dropped all at once because I like to be able to choose in my own time when I watch it. I don't. But want you to don't be get your own time. Yeah, but I so I don't want to be you forced to have to watch it in two weeks. Exactly. So it's like, what's the point anyway? Yeah. Um. Stupid. Anyway, this is just this shitting on Netflix episode. I guess I'm cool with that. Anyway, everyone, go watch Evil. We can call the episode Netflix sucks balls. T. That's on. <laughs> Period dot. <laughs> um, uh, okay, we're 30 minutes in. What other news is there? Um, BTS broke, briefly broke up this week. And have gotten back together? No, it was a mistranslation from Korean to English. Iconic. <laughs> That's so fucking uh, funny. Basically, BTS, it came out that they were breaking up um, to focus on their solo projects. Very much like One Direction did. Right. In like a similar manner. Um and then there's their um what's the what's the the company that they're signed to, what's it called? Label. The label that they're signed to had to come out and be like, No, that was a mistranslation. They're still gonna be a band. They're just gonna also be releasing solo projects. Whack. <laughs> so that was pretty um, funny. There was a brief 24 hours where people freaked out. That's really wild because that's a lot of work for them to be doing, to be releasing boy albums and also individual albums. Bro, you, you still need to watch the Blackpink documentary. Do I? It's you <laughs> wait until you see what the Korean uh, music group industry is. Ugh. Fucking insane. I don't. Like that. They literally worked nonstop all day training. They literally have to go to um, band camp, basically, where they're like... <gasps> camp Rock! Well, but <laughs> they have no choices when they oh. do stuff. And they have to do dancing lessons eight hours a day and stuff. It's like... Psychotic. What the fuck? Yeah. That's so weird. It's really... It's, it's not sustainable. That's not very nice at all. So, yeah. We'll go watch the Blackpink documentary. I thought it was very funny that... A mistranslation briefly made everyone freak out. That is pretty iconic. I don't know how Nigel's breathing. He's got his nose like pressed into your leg. Like where's he's got the... a mouth, but it's closed. My God, fucking! If they both <laughs> slept on my bed last night, I swear to God, I have never heard another being snore as loudly as Nigel did last night. Oh, so so loud! It was so loud, and then he was like. Snoring so much that all of his like spit was getting caught in his throat. So then it was like fully like. <laughs> I was like, "Are you okay?" <laughs> um, okay, there's been more updates about um the Joker sequel. Oh, have you seen anything about it? No. Okay. I'm so just living blissfully. This, You know how last week we talked about they released what it was going to be called with the script? It was like... Vaguely. Folly Adieu or something. Yeah. Been, um, craziness for two mm, or something like that. That's right. Um, well, this week it's been more more has leaked. Oh. And the movie's going to be starring, like we assumed, Joker and Harley Quinn. <laughs> you fucking wait. I bet oh. you cannot guess the plot twist is going to take. I don't want to. Joker 2. No. Is going to be a musical. It's going to be a musical starring Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker. Wait. And my queen, Lady Gaga, as Harley Quinn. No! Yep. Are you getting to <laughs> Don't laugh at the Joker. That's why he killed that talk show host. That's fucked um, up. What the... What? I know. And you, there's going to be three live action Harley Quinns at once. Three. I uh, know. I'm still stuck on Lady Gaga being Harley Quinn. That's really wild. Why would she do that? <laughs> I don't know. I guess because it's a musical as well. It's kind of fun. Um, and also, why are they making it a musical? I that makes me feel physically ill. 
<laughs> See, I think it's going to flop, but I want Lady Gaga to obviously succeed. Um, Did but, you see that she wrote the, some of that music in Top Gun last night? She, she was, wrote the end sequence song. Wild. Truly wild. When Promise name, you'll just hold my hand. It's not very lyrically strong. <laughs> and I love her with all my heart, but I feel like she kind of... um. <laughs> She kind of the ball on that, that one. one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look, I think I I actually really like the idea of okay. each. If they're going to do sequels, I like the idea that each is from a different genre. Mm. So, like, if the first one was a major drama and the second one's a musical and then the third one's, like... A rom-com. A rom-com. I don't know. Um, I mean, like, yeah, that's cool. That's a vibe. I just don't want any more Joker movies. I also don't want any more Joker movies. I don't Um, want Ms. Queen Gaga in them. I don't want Ms. Queen Gaga in them. That's nothing to do with her. It's just I don't want to sully her amazing track record with this. And, like, I've got to assume that the critical acclaim of Joaquin Phoenix's performance, to be clear... The movie itself was not critically acclaimed. It was critically <laughs> whelmed. It was critically meh, meh, duh, you know? Yeah. His performance was critically acclaimed. Yeah, it was pretty um, impressive. But I've got to assume that's why she's agreed to do the sequel. Right. She wants another Oscar. An acting one specifically, or mm-hmm. another Oscar nom. But I don't see any universe in which they're going to nominate people for a movie sequel. And for the Joker. I can see them doing that again because the Oscars are tr- desperately trying to bring in a young audience. Mm-hmm. And after this year's Oscars. I was going to say, that's like that's why I went quiet because I was just thinking about that. Everyone's going to be able to chop that though. It's like that year when they accidentally announced La La Land and yeah. won Best Picture and then the next year after it was fucking boring as fuck. Yeah. It's like, how do we... How do we match up to that iconic moment? Yeah, yeah, so this entire movie sequel thing is wild to me. I feel like it's not going to... I feel like it's just going to end up not working for anyone. Oh, yeah. Like it's not going to do anyone any favours. No. Much like this season of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. (laughs) I genuinely think by the end of this season, (coughs) I'm not going to like any of the women. Mm, It's just doing no one any favours because they're all trying to... They're all trying to deflect from their own drama, Whack. their own lives. It's wild, homie. You got no idea. Oh, typically yeah. I've. So, last season, <sighs> last season was season eleven was the best season since season five. <sighs> so seasons one to five of Beverly Hills were, mm. Chef's Kiss perfection. Seasons six to ten, some of the most boring television to ever been televised. <laughs> right. <laughs> 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 the the season 11 was perfection. And in season 11, most of the, the viewers uh, grew to stan. Like three of the women, specifically Sutton, Garcelle and Crystal, who you've met none of them. You've only watched three seasons, two seasons. Two seasons. Um, <laughs> everyone really, really grew to stan them. This season... There's no one to stand. Everyone's problematic. Everyone's... <laughs> eh. And it's disappointing to see. <laughs> Although I will say... No, I won't say because I don't want to get cancelled for <laughs> my Bravo viewers. <laughs> um, so yeah, truly just a mess this season. Ugh. Entertaining drama, but like a mess. You're like, what is that? Ew. Oh my god, Nichols, I have dirt in my sock. You went on a one-hour walk. That was a mistake. Um, you are a mistake. I feel like media in general is just like such a mess. Like fucking the movies we watched last night, fucking Netflix, reality TV. Like everyone needs to get a fucking grip and go back to making good content. Where What happened? Well, I actually think that's what went wrong with this Housewives season, this Beverly Hills season, is that last season, because of real life drama, ended up being really... Yeah. Quite intense. Um, Erica Girardi, Erica Jane. I don't know if you know about her. No. Um, her husband 
basically was a lawyer. He was the Aaron Brockovich lawyer. Oh. Um, and he, he turns out, uh, like, scammed tons of people and, like, uh, stole money from widows and orphans of a car uh, in a plane crash. Ooh. So he's in major shit. Oof. And Erica was actually implicated in a lot of it. So there was, like, huge real-life big drama last season that they just happened to stumble into. It just happened to be that. During, while they were filming. Correct. Mm. And this season, I feel like... Nothing's happening. I feel like Bravo had a talk with each cast member and said... What's going on in your life? (laughs) No, I feel like they went and they said, look, we don't know how to top last season, so just go for it. Make everything dramatic and go for it. I feel like they're doing that, but it's backfiring and instead making every single person unlikable. Uh, you know? Yeah. Which is a shame. Mm, okay. Well, That's all I'll say about that, I guess. Reality TV. We should watch more of that boating one. I agree. Um, sorry. I just woke up the dog. <laughs> In his hair um, sticking up everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I'm going to get cancelled for this. Okay. No, I won't say it. I don't want to say it. I'll tell you off after the show. It's okay. truly not a cancelable thing. Oh. I just don't want to punch down. Um, <laughs> I'm just scared. Yeah, look. Um, have you heard of the fanfic author turned real life published author, Olivia Blake? Yes. I have. I've read her fic. Because she did Dramione, right? Yeah, she did. Have you read any of her published works? No, I haven't. Apparently they're good. She's got like the Atlas 6, which is getting turned into an Amazon show. Yeah. I didn't know all of that. I I, I keep seeing her on TikTok, her books on TikTok, I think, like Into the Ether With You or whatever it is. That's Um, kind of what happened is what what, um, the Atlas 6 got really, really popular on BookTok. And then that's how it all has kind of like taken off. But yeah, See, I read her. I read her fake even before she was publishing. It's, it's really, really good. It's Dramani. Yeah, um, it's very, very. But then I, I saw that she was fanfic, and then I saw that it was Dramani, and I was like, I'm right. sure. I'm like 95 percent sure Maddie will have heard of Olivia Blake. I, I have, and do you know what? I still very vividly, I because most of her fix are, um, they're AU's, so they're not necessarily mm-hmm. set in like. The oh, actual, yeah. yeah. Um, so the ones that I have read were the one, what was one that was set in Hogwarts and it was fucking the most wild fic I've ever read because it was like, do you mind if, <laughs> do I, do you mind if I just like go on a little 30 second rant here about this fic and give major spoilers for it? Sorry, everyone. I mean, I don't care. Okay, Nigel well, might. No, I'm sorry, Nigel. Okay. Anyone who's listening and who wants to read clean and marked by Olivia Blake, just block your ears. Are they like the two of them together, like 600,000 words? Probably. They're really big. Anyway, sorry. But. Ready? Rant incoming in three, <laughs> two. Okay, well, so they're really long. And the first fic is like fucking an absolute, it's a masterpiece. It's a really it's amazing. Clean? I think so, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's set in sixth year and Draco and Hermione get um, paired up for a project. And then she obviously finds out about his um, assignment. And then she's kind of trying to help him get out of killing Dumbledore. Trauma. It's really, it's really, really amazing. Um, and so for the first like 250,000 words or 280,000 words, that's what's going on. And it's really amazing. And then in the... And then, like, and then it turns into a musical starring Lady Gaga. That would have been better than this. <laughs> no, what, what does it turn into? What actually happens is like three chapters from the end, they both get obliviated and they oh. forget everything that happened in the fic and they go revert back to being enemies and then that's what the whole second one is about them falling in love again. They never remember what happened in the first fic. And it's like, oh, I know it's wild. It's truly wild, honestly. And I really, I personally don't like that trope at all. I'm like, I just fucking read 300,000 words of them falling in love. Oh, I don't think that's a trope. Oh. I think that's just a bad choice. Yeah. Well, I think it is a bit of a, well, maybe it's not a trope. Maybe I've just seen it a couple of times and automatically have been like, that's a trope. Um, anyway, really, really, really a big choice. Yeah, I don't like that either. No, yeah, it's infuriating. And it's such a shame because the first part of the fic was so fantastic. Probably 
one of the best fics I've ever read. And then, yeah, that happened and I could never read it again because I was like, that was fucking pointless. That is pointless. Waste of my time. <laughs> Period. Yeah. God. Yeah. Um, oof. Yeah, I know. Sorry, Olivia Blake. Your writing's fantastic, but I just didn't agree with that choice. <laughs> Speaking of choices you don't agree with. Yeah. Game of Thrones. Ugh. I'm assuming you've seen the news. No, I haven't. I stay out of it. What news? Are you for realsies? I don't. Maybe. I don't know what you're about to say. HBO is actively developing a sequel series starring Jon Snow. Starring Kit Harrington. No! Are you, did you seriously not know this? No, I didn't know that. What happened to you being in the Johnza circles of, of fandom? Well, I'm not really in it anymore because I was so disappointed. Oh, I love that for you. Look at that growth. Uh, it's really, it's been difficult. Imagine evolving. Occasionally I'm like, oh, maybe I should dip my fingers back in there, but then I... That's what she said. Um, <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? It's a full-on sequel series following... No. Jon Snow after the events of Game of Thrones. No. And Kit Harrington's already attached. No, Kit. Oh, my baby. Give me a phone number. We need to talk. <laughs> we need to chat. We need um, to talk. I. Oh, but I sweetheart. feel like with different showrunners, hopefully they can do something good with it. I just think they're going to... I think it's going to be a disappointment no matter what. And here's why I think so. And then you can tell me why you think so. Okay. I think it's going to be flop. Flop City. Go back to Party City where you belong. Clownville. Um, because oh God, I think the show itself, if it's focusing on Jon Snow, cannot be of the scale of Game of Thrones. Mm. It cannot have five storylines going at once. It cannot have an ensemble cast because there's no way that they would be able to get every single original yeah. cast member back and just be a continuation of the original show. So they're focusing solely on Jon Snow, which is going to be quite small scale, mm-hmm. no matter what it is. Mm-hmm. Um and I just think what would it even be about? people are going to be very disappointed of the small scale, no matter what. Even I mean, if they choose a showrunner who's perfection and is great at writing. So, sorry, so what are you saying? It's not necessarily that the show will be bad. It's just that the, it will not do very well. I think it will not do very well because people will be expecting Game of Thrones. Right. Not. I'm trying to think of like a, a very character-driven um, fantasy show. Uh it's going to be very – it's not going to be Game of Thrones. It's going to be more like uh, – <laughs> well, I mean, I guess there isn't really many fantasy series that aren't ensembles, is there? Mm. Going to be more – I mean, it's like having it – would, it would it'd be like Game, um, Lord of the Rings if it was just following – Frodo and Sam. You don't understand that. No. It'd be like Game of Thrones. I just like, stop moving. <laughs> It'd be like Game of Thrones if the entire thing just yeah. followed one storyline. Sure. Jon Snow. <laughs> but what I'm saying is yeah. that's going to be a disappointment no matter what because it's going to be small scale versus... I mean, I personally have absolutely no problems with it being small scale. I just genuinely don't see what they could do with his character that would make me... Care? No, not care. Um... That would make me happy, I feel like, because the season eight fucked it up so badly that there's just, unless they retcon like half the shit they did with him in season eight, I just would not be happy about the choices they make with his characterization. So you're uh, saying because you would assume the entire series will be about him getting over his guilt for killing Daenerys? I mean, not the entire series, but yeah, a little bit of, I would. It, obviously, it will be him up past the wall. We will be dealing with all the emotional shit. Maybe he'll shit join of... Aya around the world. I mean, that would be really nice. Maybe he'll go back to Winterfell. That would be my ideal, but it's never going to fucking happen. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I feel like Sophie Turner wouldn't go back. Uh, yeah. For more than like a one scene cameo. I honestly wouldn't have thought that Kit would go back either, to be perfectly honest. Well, he's like actively attached developing it. That's wild. I mean, see, it really, I think the thing that really makes me feel very, um, I think sad for Kit that he would do this is because he was so attached to the first series. And I mean, I'm sure you saw like some of the interviews that he was doing. Oh, no, I I mean, I don't mean that. I just mean like, like he really like took on that character and he was so attached to it. And I feel like, you know, 
obviously after the Caesar series came out, it came it was revealed that he had um like substance abuse issues and went into rehab. So I feel like this is one of those things where it's like, okay, right. you got too attached to this project. It was too intense. So why are you doing it again? So yeah, you've done a lot of work why to you distance yourself, yourself the- from yeah, this. No, that's so fair. why would you? Yeah, it's, it's just upsetting that. that he would kind of go back into it. Yeah, no, I or, get that. I, but I'm upset for I've, him. I'm not upset at him. No, I understand. Yeah, I, I, that's a really good point. Um, I I I seen some takes on Twitter that made me uncomfortable. That was like, um, he saw how Eternals <laughs> was not well reviewed. That John F. Donovan movie was a flop. I think that's all he's done. Is that a, no, no, in the speaks. No, that was a drink. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, he people are basically done... saying that he he's he's reverting back to this character because he can't forward his career in a way that he wants uh, outside of the show. And I... um, they're saying the same thing about Rose Leslie. That Rose, Rose Leslie is like, hey, we have kids now. You have to go get a job. Whack. I mean, I... I, 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 I to be clear, I very much hate this take. Yeah, I don't really feel like that's... He's literally a Marvel superhero now, guys. Yeah. He doesn't need Game of Thrones, okay? I mean, he didn't need anything post-Game of Thrones anyway, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I See, I feel like it's actually really common post-movie or series or whatever doing really, really well that the actors, once it's finished, don't go back to doing blockbuster films. It's like... They choose what they want to do. All of the Harry Potter movies... Pretty much everyone who starred in Game of Thrones, um, like, what's the other one I was just thinking of? I don't remember what it was. But do you, do you know what I mean? Like, when these yes. people have spent, like, 10 years with something that did so fucking well, not once it's done. to just jump straight back into a new Yeah, they don't, go, they don't go back into it. Well, actually, they get, with like, Marvel, they've changed Marvel now, that Marvel no longer does long, long-term contracts. Oh, really? Yeah, they just they no longer do, like, nine movie contracts. It's, like... Intriguing. Three max at a time, and then renegotiate, then three, and then renegotiate. I mean, that makes sense. Um, but I feel like it's almost because the, they get... Like, because a lot of what happens with this is the actor that goes into it is not particularly well-known, and then they get thrust into, like, this global stardom on a fucking massive scale, and yeah. they all, they go from nothing to 100 in, like a really short amount of time. And I think they get really like jaded from the experience. And so immediately afterwards they're like, why would I go back to this? Yeah. Well, that's what the original MCU um, structure was. And they've admitted oh, as I such. Don't, I don't mean Marvel. But no, they also, um, with network TV, it's very much the same vibe. They're signed yeah. on for five seasons minimum. Whack. Which is at least five years, if not yeah. more, before they can even renegotiate their contracts. Mm. Um, and I think... Shailene Woodley talked exhausting. about it a while ago where she um, originally did The Secret Life of the American Teenager TV right. show on like ABC Family or some shit, which mm-hmm. um, went for five seasons. And she hated being on the show and the entire cast did and they were signed off for five seasons so they had no choice. Yeah. Um, and she was almost not signing on to Divergent because of it. Yeah. She was like, I don't want to sign another three-picture deal. Yeah. Uh, when I've just been stuck in hell for five years with this show, having to turn down work I want to do. Yeah. Constance Wu, that happened with her with Fresh Off the Boat. Um, yeah. After Hustlers came out. Right. She, and, uh, she, and, and Crazy Rich Asians. She was getting like a ton of. Yeah. Offers. Offers. Yeah. And then um, I think it was like ABC was like, well, in your de- in your contract, you've got two more seasons of this show. Yeah. Contractually. And it has to be put first. Yeah. Contractually. Yeah. So she Fucked literally up. had like a meltdown on Twitter and was like, the day that it was renewed for another season, fresh off the boat, she went on Twitter and I was like, "Fucking fuck, <laughs> fuck my life." <laughs> or yeah, see, even like when you think of like um, Daniel Radcliffe, who for a really, really long time never did blockbuster movies after Harry Potter finished. See, I think like- that's different in a way because it's the same vibe. Definitely the same, and it has a lot of crossover. But I also think that, especially with the Harry Potter peeps, they're so loaded with money that they can pick and choose whatever yeah, they want. It's the same really with fair. the Marvel people. It's the same yeah. with Chris Evans and yeah. Danny Jr. and shit. They're so rich now that they can pick projects that they're actively invested in doing. Yeah. See, and they're hardly ever blockbuster movies. Correct. So I just feel like, yeah. There's a lot of crossover. What are we talking about? How do we get onto this? Game of Thrones. Oh, kid. Oh, sweetie. When, when is this supposed to come out? 
I assume 2024. I would not at all be surprised because is when's the dragon one coming out? That's got to be soon. I think they've done. That's going to flop. Like it's going to flop, right? <laughs> no, I don't think it'll flop. Oh. Personally, I'm not intrigued because I don't. I'm like, not going to watch it. I don't like prequels. No, me either. But that's I just also a personal preference. Hate the Targaryens. So, <laughs> see, I would, I would even still watch it if I hated the characters it was based on. I just hate prequels because there's no stakes. That's really fair. We literally already know what's going to happen to every one of these characters. Yeah, that's really fair. And we know that nothing world changing can happen because we've got the original show. Yeah, anyway, that's so um, fair. The history's been written. Speaking of prequels, I don't know why they're doing Hunger Games prequel. I think that's so stupid. Are they? Yeah, about uh, President Snow and like the eleventh Hunger Games. Interesting. When he was a kid, because the book came out. There was a book of that. There wasn't was a there? book, but it's like a one-off sequel, one-off prequel. Mm. I could get it if there was like another trilogy for them to do, right? Because it would be a money grab. But what's the point of doing one movie, one prequel movie? I don't know. Me either. All right. Anyway, let's wrap up. It's been an hour. The Squid Game reality show is like <laughs> the Hunger Games having theme park rides. <laughs> at um universal in like tokyo or something oh that's so funny <laughs> anyway, did i have that was all the major points i wanted to hit anyway yeah it was cool i mean well i had a very fun question if you had have watched the movie we were going to watch but you didn't watch it you can ask me a question because i might know because no. i've seen pride and prejudice a lot no I'm saving it for when we review. Oh, I got the hiccups. No. We lose Fire <laughs> Island. Let's do our What the Fuck of the Week, shall we? Okay. Um, I don't have one. Um, Mine's going to be inspired by what just happened to me. Go off. My What the Fuck <laughs> of the Week this week is coffee shops that should charge more than $5 for coffee. <sighs> so fair that's fucked up i get either i typically get iced long blacks which have no milk or anything Mm -hmm. it's just fucking water it's just water and coffee i shouldn't be paying 650 no you absolutely should not at most you should be paying for one shot of coffee i should be paying for four like four dollars 450 yeah it's fucking water like i would understand a bit more if it was filled with milk because there is generally more milk in an iced whatever than there is well, base prices for coffee typically include regular milk, and then it's an extra fifty cents for yeah. any nut milk or yes. oat milk or lactose free or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, I just think it's literally water. Like I understand coffee shops can be small businesses, and they can need to charge higher prices for like. But it's literally water. But it's literally coffee. And water charge higher prices for all the food and stuff. Don't charge higher prices for the coffee. I mean, it's not even that. It's like charge what is actually fucking in it. That too. Like, yeah, if you have to charge $6 for an iced latte, that makes sense to me. That's a lot of fucking milk in there. An iced long black? It's water. It is water. Anyway, it's water. It's chocolate. What's your what the fuck of the week? My what the fuck of the week was bad. What was yours? What's yours? What's that noise? I don't hear a noise weird um my what the fuck of the week is and i think this might be like unique to me but it also might not and i want to i want your opinion on whether this has ever happened to you go off when you cough Mm. do you immediately get the hiccups afterwards i always get the hiccups and no matter like if i've had like an actual really big coughing fit or if it's just an allergic reaction light coughing fit i get the hiccups after and it's (laughs) It's infuriating. No, I think it's just new. I think that's unique to you. Sometimes I'll even get the hiccups while I'm still coughing. And so then I can't keep coughing and get up whatever in my throat because then I have the hiccups. It's horrific. It must be rough for you because you're coughing a lot because you had COVID and then the flu straight after. Exactly. It is rough. Hashtag long COVID. <laughs> <laughs> how, do, how do hashtags work? Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that sounds like it sucks. Oh. Unfortunately, I can't relate. Again, can anyone I, 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 else I can, I can sympathize, but I can't empathize. If anyone else experiences that, please let me know because I think there might be something wrong with my diaphragm. <laughs> What's the diaphragm? Mm. Is that also down there? Um, I'm pretty sure it's above your lungs. It like sits like along here. What's the one in the pussy? Yeah, hymen? No. The, the diaphragm. Isn't like a mouth guard? 
for eating pussy? I do I not know. know what you're talking about. Me neither. I think... No, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not well-versed. But I did get that. <laughs> Ooh, I have to Google it. What's happening down there, baby? Nigel's eyes are wide open. Eyes wide shut. Okay, goodbye. Wait. Oh. Diaphragm. <laughs> what's happening there? What's what's wrong, Nige? I'm chilly. Can yeah. we turn the air conditioner off? Yeah, but I have to. Yeah, uh, uh, a diaphragm. Yeah, it is. I was right. Were you, though? The diaphragms are lady condoms. Oh. Also. So if, if you put in a lady condom, you've got two yeah. diaphragms. <laughs> I guess technically that is true, yes. Genius. Okay. Okay, bye. Thank you so much for, for listening, listening to, to What the, the Fuck, fuck is, is Happening, the, the podcast. podcast. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.